1: This is a a real treat for me to be able to uh, chat with Brian Kilmeade for the first time in two weeks. I was away last week. I think he was away the week before that. And uh, I am reunited with New York Times bestselling author, co-host of Fox and Friends, nationally syndicated radio talk show host, and a guy that is just tearing it up on the weekend on One Nation, the one and only Brian Kilmeade. Brian, it's great to talk to you again.
2: What's going on, Frank? How was your week off?
1: It was. Uh, it was great. It had. Uh, it, you know, it was nice to be able to sleep close to what normal people do for a whole week. That was nice.
2: Right, and then you have that big adjustment where you can't really. Your body wants to go it, back to the way it was. It, yeah, ex- but I, but exactly. You sound fresh. You sound invigorated.
1: Thank you. I'll take it. All right, uh, Brian. On a on a serious note, you know, we've been talking a little bit about these. Uh, Maui wildfires, just devastating images, horrible to watch. I imagine it's uh, something of a challenge to cover this uh, when there's such a, a problem with things like power. W- from a logistical perspective, when its communications are difficult down there and when uh, people are, a lot of the infrastructure is just burned up. How do you cover uh, something like this when, you know, you know, obviously it's going to be a big item in the news?
2: You know the good news is we have the Weather Channel. We have our own weather app now. You know Fox Weather, so they're out there. So you know the great news about business. You know the, who's getting the second debate. We got these expert to, experts built right in. So with the Weather Channel, we tap in, and the good news with Fox too. You got local affiliates, so you have the affiliates who you know right there. They know the back roads. you know the front roads. They know how to get around. So that's the great thing about being at a major network. They got people everywhere. And Tulsi Gabbard's on staff, so she's able to help out everybody, too. And now there's 36 dead. I, I heard you said there was six. Now the number, we just had a cut in, and the number's up to 36. You're kidding. We wow. We diving into the ocean. Oh my goodness! uh yeah,
1: I appreciate you bringing that to uh to our yeah you're uh, I'm seeing this now thirty six dead and thousands fleeing. my goodness jeez i uh, uh that is just uh, just awful so um that's obviously going to be a big part of what you're focusing on this morning.
2: yeah, I mean, we're going to do that uh we're also with his hunter Biden revelations. do you remember uh I know you did. Uh, every single day, different stories about Russia and links. And Trump wanted to build a big building in in Moscow, and he wanted Vladimir Putin to have the penthouse. And that's why they have this great relationship. And my, my goodness, the president gets along with Saudi Arabia. He has a hotel there, and he's got a relationship with. Ter- and could this mean that they all conspired to get rid of Hillary Clinton because she would? Uh, we heard all these conspiracy things. None of it panned out. They spend millions of dollars. Now we have a situation where every day. More revelations about business dealings directly with Joe Biden, who parachuted into about 20 of them in person and on speakerphone. Now it's up to $20 million. They got Porsches being given away, $143,000. You have uh, Burisma executives saying, you know, we where are we going to get, when are we going to meet your dad? Uh, the business was Joe Biden's influence, and he came to the meetings. And then yesterday he was confronted. because I know that's a lousy question, he says to Peter Ducey. Really? Do you think Trump will feel, believes that every one of those questions for two and a half years was a lousy question because there was nothing there, but he still took all of them? This guy takes one, denies it. guy's lies again to everybody's face, meaning the president, just like he lied in 2020, knowing nothing about his son's business dealings. And I I believe that they even have the Moscow mayor, the richest person in Moscow who was living there at the time, you know, makes a payment to the Bidens. They get a meeting with the president uh, in 2014, two weeks after, with the vice president at the time. How I don't know how much longer that the that this White House can hold out without having him sit down and admit. Now they're not finding any big deposits to his account, but that's really not the way it's done. Brought up again uh, is the Hunter Biden text message to his daughter that I will never do. Uh in fact I'll just read it to you verbatim. Uh what he says to uh what he says to his daughter in a text message, uh which we have right here. I'm just looking at all this uh I got a whole bunch of immigration mm. stuff too. But um Well it's okay, I mean Hunter Biden to his daughter Naomi. He says, I don't, I don't believe you have any respect for me, and I guess that's fine. It works for you, apparently. I hope all you do, all, uh, I hope you all can do what I did and what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. It's really hard. But don't worry. Unlike Pop, I won't make you give me half your salary. So, I mean, if you don't need to be a big conspiracy theorist, he shows up at the meetings. He is the business. He sets it up. Devin Archer says he's there. Eric Sherwin is dealing with the family's money. He talks about person being paid. Joe's got to pay Hunter. Hunter uh Joe's got to pay his taxes. Tell uh, tell your dad you're going to need this money for this. So Eric Sherwin now goes behind closed doors and they have to all the banking information. So This thing is getting bigger by the day. If it gets much bigger, Joe's going to have to say, you know what? It turns out I'm old. I got to leave. Well, that's the thing that I wonder is, you know,
1: I hear a lot of Republicans salivating and rubbing their hands together at the prospect of a lot of these Hunter Biden investigations. I really do think there's a scenario which is very likely that uh, the Democrats use this as an opportunity to have someone other than Biden be the nominee, and they get to then run without Biden. Biden's any of Biden's baggage, either due to the age or the malapropisms or the Hunter Biden stuff or anything that he's done policy-wise. And I I think it might be part of the reason why you see some folks like uh, Dean Phillips, the congressman from Minnesota, you know, calling for another challenger to come into the race. People like uh, Gavin Newsom are are working overtime to raise their profile nationally and uh, build a nationwide fundraising base. I really think uh, this might be end up being a case where the Republicans might be want to be careful with what they're wishing for here, because I I think if the (laughs) scandal gets big enough, they're going to um, investigate themselves into a much stronger
2: general election opponent. It just depends on what theory you buy. Uh, Do you buy the theory that Joe Biden is the inverse of is perceived to be the inverse of Donald Trump and the best one equipped to beat him? Or do you subscribe to the theory that Joe Biden is the worst Democratic candidate that could possibly be in office? Yeah, I'm I'm much closer to the second. You basically, his staff does everything. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I the thing is too is I would like a president that worked in our best interest. I mean, there there's got to be some moderate presidents out there. I mean, if Tulsi Gabbard, a Democrat, became president, I would not worry. Yeah. You know, I I went out worry for the country. There's some things I disagree with, but I knew she would do things in our best interest. For example, to not mine uranium in and around the Grand Canyon and continue to buy it from uh, to buy it from Russia or to have to deal with China in order to mine in Africa, uh, to not be able to do the same thing in Minnesota with rare earth because you want us to go all electric. Instead, we got to go back to China. There's so many anti-American policies that he has that it, it, it's not even debatable. I mean, the, this, this push for green energy, the, the vilifying of oil and gas industry, uh, what we're seeing right now um, of being more dependent on Saudi Arabia, I just the, to see what's happening—the slow walking of weapons in Ukraine. There's no way that this is in our country's best interest. It's not a disagreement on policy. We're doing things that hurt our best interests. Have you heard anything, Frank, about replenishing our oil reserves? Frank, have you heard about different ways to mass, uh, to mass produce artillery and, and weapons and ships in, in, a, in a market-based way to make America stand up to the challenge of China, who's basically doubling our Navy size while we contract? Six years to build a ship. It takes China six months. We were quicker in World War II. Can please tell me a pro-American policy?
1: You know, I, you're not going to get uh, a, a Biden uh, defense from me. I, I think it's a, I think it's a very a very uh, tough record in, in many different respects.
0: Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all-natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool A N A C O O L on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.
1: But um, a a lot of folks on the presidential front are looking at Vivek Ramaswamy as the uh, the next great uh, the next great trend. Uh, Matt Labash referred to him as the Ramaswamy tsunami. It seems like he is kind of firmly getting into that number three position behind Trump and DeSantis in the primaries. Where do you see Vivek Ramaswamy going, Brian?
2: Um. Uh, listen, 37 years old, taking on all comers, Charlemagne the God or Don Lemon, whatever it go, wherever he goes, you want him, he'll show up. And he doesn't need notes. He has real life experience, Harvard educated, working class background, first generation in his family born here, um, understands uh, what this country's about, understands big business. I met him before, he's extremely impressive, he's well-spoken, he seems to have a great machine around him. For a guy that's never done this before, he seems to have hired the best, self-financing. I think he's going to be a factor. And I don't see much weakness except for experience, but when he gets close, they're going to really examine his background and about who he did business with. But I think he's a bright young star. Interesting approach with Trump. Never says a bad word about him. He just says he's very polarizing. There's a lot of people that won't vote for him. I would just take his policies and take it to another level. Interesting approach. I will pardon, I will pardon Donald Trump. Weaponizing of the government to go after Trump. I will, it would benefit me for him to be out. But I don't want to do it this way. Very good move. I mean, you have Chris Christie, Will Hurd, Donald Trump does nothing right. Then you have Vivek Ramaswamy. He does a lot right, but he's just polarizing. I won't do that. You have uh, Ron DeSantis kind of his foot in both camps. Uh, Nikki Haley foot in two-thirds of her is positive about Trump. I'll just be better, more disciplined. So Tim Scott, they they really like each other. They say nothing negative about each other. So I'm – Very fascinating. It's all how they deal with Trump. But in terms of talent, if it was to end right now, I'd say the biggest story would be Trump's reemergence and Vivek Ramaswamy's uh, talent and, and impact. Very interesting.
1: Speaking of Trump, uh, there's still no word on whether he's going to participate in the first Republican presidential debate, which is rapidly approaching. It's going to be hosted on Fox. You know, he's been saying and others have said that he's leading by so much. Why would he give those other candidates an opportunity to take shots at him for two hours? Do You know the president pretty well. You've interviewed him countless times. Do you think Trump ends up participating in this debate?
2: No. I I hope he changes his mind, and because he's counterintuitive in so many different ways. But I I don't, you know, I think it's, and I think I used this analogy with you three weeks ago. It's like winning the division and then deciding to play the wild card game in in baseball. Mm -hmm. why, Why would you do that? Why, and then for people to say, well, are you afraid to lose? Well, yeah, well, I, I played 162 games in order not to play the wild card game. So he's saying I was president before this is the third time I'm running. I'm up by 40. My option is not to do it. I actually think it would be better for the country to do it. I think it would be better for him as a candidate to do it, keep him sharp. We watch all these leaders, every one of them, Barack Obama, uh, George Bush, Bill Clinton, when they become president, they stop debating. And then when they start to, when they get back in the arena, they're always. It always takes them a while to ramp back up. Remember, Mitt Romney wiped the floor with Obama. And George Bush got got thumped by John Kerry because he was focusing on a flood or a, or a hurricane in right. Florida. Even Reagan, even and Reagan, you, Donald in, Trump hasn't debated in he, two and a half years. Right? Even Reagan, um, when he debated Mondale, uh,
1: R- Mondale got Great the better point. of him Great. in the, that first debate, and then that's when Reagan, in the uh, either the second or third debate, came up with that line about uh, you know his opponent's youth and inexperience. But he had to come up with that because he was perceived as really kind of being out of touch. Because he didn't debate well uh, early on. Well, it's going to be very, uh, very interesting uh, to see where uh, where all this goes. And uh, I uh, can't think of a better perch to uh, observe it from than from where you're standing. Brian, before we let you go, Craig Robertson. Uh, 75 years old, killed by FBI agents in Provo, Utah. He's being described as uh, an armed Trump supporter. Those are the headlines in uh, a lot of the newspapers. Who was uh, shot dead in an FBI raid linked to threats against Biden and other top Democrats. Uh, some people are referencing things like Waco, the Branch Davidians. Is, uh, is, the, is there more to this story than uh, that's being reported right now, Brian?
2: I'm gonna work it I know I don't I've been reading the headline trying to stay on top of it and I was just going over it before you called I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. I mean for the FBI to come in and next thing you know he's dead I'm like what's going on here I mean that's pretty severe um, you know, did he walk, did the FBI agents walk in the guy just start shooting? I'm I'm definitely going to find out. I think it's going to be a bigger story.
1: All right. well it's going to be certainly a great addition not only of Fox and Friends but of your radio show uh, today. Uh, By the way, I cannot let you out of here without uh, getting a little bit of uh, a wrap up on something that uh, everybody has been talking about in the radio and the television community. That's your, you know, we like to talk about wrestling. You uh, were very, very bitter about the fact that uh, superstar Billy Graham kept his foot on the ropes when he pinned Bruno San Martino. <laughs> Folks are wondering how things are going to turn out with uh, Kilmeade and Tyrus at an upcoming WrestleMania.
2: Well, I mean, it's, it's been it's been in the works for a while. And I don't want to let the people down. But so, I mean, right run. now it's about Tyrus and money. And Tyrus like, if I'm going to put my career in the line of my health, it's got to be worth it. And I just said, winner take all. And he's like, no, no, I want to guarantee uh win or lose. So that's where we're at right now. Uh, uh, it, and I will appear this weekend on Tyrus's show. He's hosting Saturday night on Fox at 10 o'clock. And uh, so th- we're going to see if this rivalry will continue. Uh, Tyrus does fear me. <laughs> and, you know, Frank, if we worked in the same building, you'd have the same sense. Because I am an intimidating Oh, no guy. doubt about that. No
1: doubt about that. Brian, uh, thank you. We'll be watching you on TV, listening to you on radio. Appreciate it.
2: Yeah, don't forget Saturday night, among my guests, Jordan Peterson. Uh, two-part two interview, but people are going to love it. Saturday night at 8.
1: Well, that's nice. It's nice to see a media outlet that Jordan Peterson is uh, not banned from. It's also nice to see an edition of uh, One Nation with Brian <laughs> Kilmeade that uh, Sid Rosenberg is not appearing on. I thought they were actually going to rename the show One Nation with Sid Rosenberg for a while. So that's great.
2: Right, uh, This robbery is getting bad between you guys. I'm <laughs> i right, to have to Ryan, I'm going to have to intervene. I'm going to talk to John Katsimatidis about uh, jumping in between you. There you go. Br- it could get ugly. Brian, kill me. For an appointment or newbridgehealth.org.
1: If uh, people don't know what we're talking about with Brian Kilmeade and
2: Tyrus, here's a, a little bit of what we were alluding to. We keep hearing about the Battle of the Billionaires. We right. keep seeing the tail of the tape. And Zuckerberg's 39 years old. The other guy's 52 years old. Elon Musk. One guy's might get surgery. Another guy's been training for a while. None of them are really known as athletes. And a lot of people want to look at the tail of the tape. I'm wondering, with all your area of expertise, can you bring us through kind of like how you think this will go? Let's say Here. we can come on. Let's see if we can get an idea That's why we have a circle here You do have the belt And maybe you could just train me Who do you want me to be, Zuckerberg or
0: Musk? These are too small
2: (laughs) So, sorry You don't have mitts? <laughs> They're too small. <laughs> it's not my fault. Fo- Come on, okay. man. Okay. Right. right. Here you go. Just gonna get this on. Yeah, That's my you. corner man where I need it. There you go. You're stalling, because you're gonna tell me, oh, the time for commercial. No, no, listen. <laughs> Come All on. Don't let Don't you think person. about switching deuces. All right. All right, so here we go. Gutfeld paid me a lot of money for All this. Alright, so I'm Zuckerberg, I'm here. in the octagon, okay. it's just me and you. Right, and you're here. Right. I'm here. So if Elon's smart, right. he'll sit old man Use your size. You're Elon, yeah. Old just man. sit back
0: and wait. Right. And I'm the younger. Sit back, yeah. Just sit back and wait. Give him Give him the bait. uh, Give him the bait. Because He's going to go for a leg takedown. Once he does that, it's over. Wow. The Other Side of Midnight. 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 (laughs) Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.